I'ma make a hit, then take a hit. I keep it crispy like bacon bits when I break a what? You little widgets don't get me when I display my gift. Then you could take a seat, take a kneel, take a trip. You silly glitches ain't making nil when I make the script. You probably have to take baby pills. You ain't taking this. You getting hit like a baby seal in the wilderness. I'm so yeah. still with this crazy that's, Anytime you think you're God's gift, that's when the fall happens. That's true. As has happened to me many times. <laughs> All right, you guys ready to get started? Absolutely. Okay, ASA Detroit, 10 Singers Anonymous. I'm Mark Bailey. Let's introduce ourselves left to right. I'm Camilla Bellario. Well, like, what do you do? Oh, I'm a stand-up comic. I um, am a professional as well. I, I work yeah. a lot in the tech world, and um, life is good. I live in Detroit. You just moved to Detroit. I just moved to Detroit five months ago. From Ann Arbor. From are, you, Ann Arbor. are you digging it? Yeah, I love it. What part? I, it's I'm partying too much. I think I'm enjoying living downtown a bit yeah. too much, but it's right there. What yeah, uh, what part? Right what part? Uh Eastern Market. Oh, right in Eastern Market. Literally walking distance from Shed 5. I used to work in Eastern Market. Really? Yeah, I worked at Carmagno Foods. Oh. Do you know the um the warehouse? The yeah. Bar- yeah, Mac. Yeah. Yeah, I used to work there. Uh who are you? Uh I'm Tim Finkel. I am also a stand-up comedian. Yeah. I also work in ed tech, so I think we're kind of in the same space. I'm a middle-aged white man. <laughs> uh, I'm a dad that consumes pretty much my entire life. Yeah. And I live in the suburbs. What? what where do you? What? <laughs> area I live do you? in Washington. Like, oh yeah. Uh, near Romeo. Yeah. Yeah. You got acreage. I do have acreage. Yeah. Nice. How much? Acreage. Just. Uh, I don't think we've ever talked about your just acreage. One point five. Enough that I have a zero turn. Yeah. Oh, That's look at this guy. Look yeah, at this I, guy. I spent some time on there this morning. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. That's great. That, that's me. That's great. Such different lifestyles. Such different lifestyles, but so cool. I'm what and Camilla's yet, working toward. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, what, I'm encouraging I just want to be a middle-aged to, dad. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. All right, so, like, normally I'll invite our comic on, and the whole thing is to, like, get to know someone and give them a little moment in time, like a little snapshot, and then they bring their comedian friends so you can kind of get, like, a real gist of, like, what they're all about. But you guys are a little different, very flattered. You contacted me, and you're like, you're going to bring your crew together, and we're missing one of them. We're so needy. Oh, two of them, yeah. And I got to say, on record, we can, we don't need to edit this yeah. out. I'm so happy that Will Green and Tommy Thompson are not here right now because uh, – <laughs> It's more fun. Yeah, you're just with your fun pals. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. But where did how did you guys like get like what made you want to like pick each other when you said like your comedy crew? There's so much. Tim's my pal. Tim, I think, hosted the first show I ever did. Yeah, that's true. Um and we became friends that night and then we've been friends ever since and he's like my go to. Okay. Yeah, I think I messaged you the next day and then uh yeah, we've talked ever since. And uh Camilla was, you were like the perfect mix of like a jaded human, but also somewhat normal. Yeah. Uh, which is a rare Why find. Are you so jaded. In like, comedy. I, I didn't, you never talked to me about the jaded piece, but. Yeah. I think we all are a little bit, aren't yeah. we? Maybe I was more jaded when I met you. That was what, five or yeah, five years that ago? That sounds like a song lyric. I was jaded when I met you. Yeah. Now I'm not. It's a love song. It's a love song. Yeah. Is it hot down here? No. Okay, I'm great. I'm a, good, I'm good, a good. lovely temperature. All right, perfect. Moment. Perfect. Why? Okay, so you've been doing it uh, longer. How long have you been doing it? I think I, I was trying Just to think about something. this. I was think it was a year or two in yeah. when I hosted your show. Yeah. Yeah. So, so was that like 2017? I remember it was Valentine's. That seems about right. 2017? 
1990, yeah. 2021, too. Yeah, and you had class a good class. On. There was a like a, yeah, like a lot, a lot of folks the... who are still doing it. Right. Yeah. Did you start with? The, did you start taking uh, classes? Of how you started with? Yeah, it? I just started at Mark Ridley's. Okay. Um, and uh, I didn't really know what I wanted out of stand up. I just wanted to start going on stage more and music. I'm also a musician, so yeah. going on stage and like doing music was great but those gigs weren't like happening naturally yeah. like, and it's kind of takes your the life out of you when you have to play music for three hours and nobody's watching or listening it's just like <laughs> why do i do the things i do where, so, you, where was that where was that happen? so you're trying to make a run at being a musician yeah i mean i studied music in my undergrad like i'm classically trained and wow. i never never wanted to do anything with it right after yeah. so and you're just you're just trying to like make it as like uh you're doing like open mic music or you like booking gigs and you're booking playing? gigs. I was like doing bar shows and um, breweries and a regular like regular gigs like that. Yeah. But it's just kind of it's fun. I love it. It's yeah. a different part of you though that like has to get used to playing music for three hours and nobody cares <laughs> at all. You know. I always thought about like what's that bar? It's in Royal Oak. It's on the south side. Not with south, the stage and the Oak stage is elevated city. oak city grill yeah i love oh, oak. Yeah, i've been yeah. kicked out of Dude, oak city there, like many do times do a mic there still <laughs> we uh my, i don't yeah i think they still i don't know if they do one anymore uh, they were, uh, my, uh, comedy <laughs> mic yeah they no, were doing he, one for a little while john mccaffrey uh ran that and he oh yeah, yeah, yeah he moved it uh south and then i i i've been i always see him stuff post about selling houses but i haven't seen any comedy stuff we in have a long, um, long time we used to steal their phone their phone. They used to have like a house phone there, mm-hmm. and we would steal their phone from the host stand yeah. and go to like our table and like call people from it. <laughs> it was like our favorite thing to do there. Were you like a hardcore Royal Oak for a while? I have a, a good group of friends in Royal Oak that have lived yeah. in Royal Oak for, a lo- and I've been friends. They're all a little older than me. They're mid mid like mid to late thirties. Yeah. Um, some of them are forty now. So they had kids and stuff so life changed but i've been yeah. friends with them since i was 19 using oh, a nice. fake id so <laughs> it's my cousin and all their best friends that's so. cool that's my cool. favorite memory the first time you, i met you and you did your set and uh bill and i were backstage and we were kind of commenting on all the comics in the lineup that night and when you were on bill leans over to me and he goes you know what her problem is <laughs> he goes she has actual talent <laughs> 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 That's, I mean, yeah, it's, I, I'll take a compliment from yeah. Bill Bouchard any day. Yeah. <laughs> Are you, did you like taking the class? Do you think that was a good process? Uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm someone who needs structure. Yeah. Um, like, I don't thrive in ambiguity as well. I need, and because I had no experience doing stand up, like, I wish I had known, I, I used to be obsessed with stand up in college, and I wish I had known that I could just do that, but I was so busy with music that I didn't think to do open mics with stand up. Yeah. So, I need, yeah, I really needed that feedback and figuring out how to put it all together. And you also started with the class. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and I, I'll tell this story very quickly yeah. because I feel like I tell it on every podcast. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, yeah, short end of it, I had an older brother who died unexpectedly on my thirteenth or on, on my thirtieth birthday yeah. about thirteen years ago, and uh, I had I always have a thing like I'm you know I always got a I was race bikes prior to that. Mm-hmm. I always have to have an obsession, something that I'm working toward, all of that. And uh, I gave that up to start a family. My wife kind of recognized that I had like a void oh, wow. and that sort of thing. And she knew that like he's got energy. It's got to go somewhere. Yeah. i got to <laughs> give him a place for it to go. Uh, so she signed me up for the class. I 
I knew nothing about it. I didn't know who Bill Bouchard was. I didn't know that it exists. And on the morning of my birthday, she's like, I signed you up for this. You got to leave for it in two hours. Wow. And then it, Such a uh, good gift. Yeah, it all snowballed from, from there. Now, did, had you been kicking around, like, what made her buy the stand-up comedy thing? Because that's kind of random. Um, actually, I think, you know, what made her aware of it was we play on a co-ed kickball team that we've yes. been on for, like, 16 like very years. Play third base? Uh, I play first base. Third base is one of my best friends. Okay. We have a very good uh, – he's the most athletic okay. on the team. Third base, as you know, is the most important in kickball. Cover um, the bunt. you got to cover the bunt and the line drive. Yeah. Uh, hey, I love kickball. Uh, this is the first year we hadn't played. You play kickball? I used to be on a I team. I tried to I'd... get you on. Did you? Yeah, you never I invited about, me to be on your team. I We've... talked to you about that like, you talked to me about it. pre-COVID years ago. I, we'd love to have you on. I can play some kickball a little All bit. Right. All right. Let's All right. Do we, this was the first year we didn't play yeah because uh, everyone's getting older was it like someone i knew on your team maybe i feel like we've talked about <laughs> we this have. Before, but, um you guys go way back yeah yeah so we played kickball and uh jim elliott was on our team that's who it was that's yeah and he's a comedian jim, jim elliott. he's a comedian okay. and his wife. uh yeah and i think he talked to uh actually his wife tia yeah. It was like one of their first dates. When, That's uh, right. Yeah. When we, and uh, I haven't seen him in a very long time. Oh, Do you know Jim Elliott? No, is he is he he's he's an active now, comedian? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's a comedian. He's been he was doing it longer than me, so. Yeah, yeah, he started like uh just a I saw bit him at an me. open mic like the first Blind Pig open mic like months ago. Yeah. Okay, so he's he's in the mix. Still I guess. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. He's a new dad and all that. But oh. anyway, he like told my wife about the class and like she took upon herself yeah. to, to research all that and to do it. And but you uh, weren't like thinking like you weren't like, oh, I want to try stand-up comedy. No, not like, at all. I'd wow. always been a huge fan of it. Yeah. Um, and she kind of thought, oh, this will be a cool thing that he can direct his energy toward. But she didn't realize that it would like. Take you away from the family? Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, she's happy now. And I, I have to be like very economical with my time. And I do feel like I balance it that's a good. Well. That's a good word. That's a good yeah. word, economical with your that's time. That's why like you don't see me at mics a lot i i wish i could get out to those i if i could be on a mic like six days a week i would um but i kind of have to make it count when i'm out of the house yeah uh which is probably a limitation for me progressing at this well how do you okay so that's a good that's like a good leading because because you know i'm always like trying to figure it out because uh got the job which i really like i do like the coaching which i'm super into right and then the, the comedy thing is is something but at the same time like i can't like I can't go to New Way and like stay out till two in the morning, yeah, mm-hmm. and then get up at five. How like long it, have you been doing comedy? I want to say three years, three years. What? Yeah. Prom- I don't know if you've talked about this on the podcast, but what, what prompted, prompted you to that? Do it? Um. So my, I you have, seem like you got everything going well. I don't know why you would. You ever also don't seem very comedy. funny. So like, why would you ever do this? Fair. That's fair. <laughs> uh, I do. Okay. So I coach hardcore football. I coach hardcore baseball, and then every winter I pick up a new thing. I try something new. So I've done like pottery, you cool. know, piano lessons. Piano lessons was funny because I was What's like, What's the difference between football and hardcore football? Well, I'm, I'm like, like I'm, I'm like coaching football, but I was like all into football. Oh yeah. yeah. So it was like it's all consumed. It was like football hardcore all day an hour film every night it was friday nights saturday i'd wake up break all the film down sunday make all the cards so it was like hours it was like hours 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 right football i kind of stepped back from football a little bit i'm still coach but i'm just like a little assistant at this point but uh so but like so winter was my like no sport time 
And so I like recognized I was just like spiraling sports. So I would do something like really odd. Creative. Yeah, t- try to creative, right? And okay. so my sister bought me a, a improv class for Christmas. <laughs> kind of similar, right? Sure. I was like, "Give me something weird," and so that was improv class. I remember like You're sitting. Like, These people are dorks. <laughs> no, they were okay. I got into it. I kind of got into it, right? Yeah. I got into it. Then the reason I actually I was I was doing the improv, and it was like right in the middle of the class. This was funny, and I just so happened to like like once in a while I'll read the Onion, and the, I love the and onion. the Onion came. The Onion goes, Onion Onion goes, on, Onion goes. <laughs> it was an article. It goes. It goes. Uh, a very rare. Uh, improv group is made up of uh, sad middle-aged life crisis uh, balding white dudes and I was just like dude yeah. I can't yeah. do this right yeah. but anyway my core. I yeah. did the uh, so I switched to the writing class just because it worked better I did the writing class all the way through you ever done it was awesome the, yeah. the sketch writing did the sketch writing all the way through Cool. Then you put on a show at the end, and then Esther uh, Navarez, I, I don't know how to Navarez? say it, yeah. Navarez, she was one of the actors that we cast. Where did you do that at? Planet Ant. Okay. It was awesome. And then Esther Navarez, say it again? Mm-hmm. Navarez. Yeah. She was yeah. one of the actors, and she, it had like she had done the stand-up. And I was like, man, how do you like find where to go? She was like, MCN. And then I stared at MCN for a year. And then, oh, really? Yeah, just like, you know, I was like, oh, I'll go to this, and then bailed. Yeah. And then finally, I did it at New Way. And then... Uh, I had all this stuff planned at New Way, and I realized it was all. I was like watching people go up, and I had realized I had no jokes, so I like quickly like wrote some like jokes in the structure that as a joke, and uh, I got real lucky, and somebody laughed at it, and I was like, ooh, yeah, hooked, yeah. I was like this, I was like that's a thing, yeah. Right. So like what I always like to say like what. So you did the class, you did the class. Like when did you like hook? Um, I think I knew that I was going to do stand-up. Like, enough people ask you to do a wedding speech or, like, yeah. you know, I just liked that. I don't know. I think I knew during the class that this would be, like, my thing and that I should have always been doing it. Okay. Yeah. And I wish I'd done it sooner. Did you come to the class with material? Did Or is it, like, first day you, he kind of... That's exp- so funny. I said I brought a bunch of jokes and Bill was like, wrong, you did not bring <laughs> jokes, they are not funny. Those are premises. I'm like, fair. I didn't, okay, I didn't write one joke. What's he like in there? Because I took Joel's, but I haven't taken Bill's. Watch, I'd like to take Bill's. Yeah, yeah you should. But you I should. haven't, yeah. Bill's I, is totally different. Yeah, yeah. And like, what is, what, is it like, I heard it's like, he'll like, Joel, yeah, Bill's jo- a hard ass. Joel hears you and then like the end, he'll give you some stuff and it's like more like explaining how to navigate the, yeah. like the world. And I heard Bill's like, stop. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Start again. Do yeah. the. Is is it like in that style? I mean, yeah. He's kind of a hardo. He like paces the room and shit and doesn't look at you, but he like he's always thinking. Yeah. You know? He always went to the bathroom every time I was. <laughs> you can hear the comics really well. Yeah, in the bathroom but he'd, there. he'd be like, he'd go to the bathroom and then come back and That's be like, so "You got funny. anything for me?" He'd be like, no, you're fine. <laughs> I remember I took some jokes about like I had some like bathroom humor, and he was like, "Don't ever." ever do a joke about the bathroom or farting it's not funny oh wow yeah and to this day i don't have any jokes about pooping or farting yeah i think pooping and farting is hilarious and i think there's a lot of women who successfully make those jokes but now i just don't i don't do it yeah he did tell me to not say uh we're not swearing on this you can swear i'll just just silence it he told me to not say the f word like uh and i already said it once and i don't usually say it well you're a sailor yeah but uh i was throwing that out a little bit and yeah. he goes, uh, great premises, great jokes. Take out the, take out the. F- mm-hmm. Dude, there's a couple. I was just saying some of that. So I did a, a a little thing last night, a show, and where 
I was in, it was like a jaded, jaded room in, uh, I can't remember the place, Columbia House in Richmond. It was far. It was cool. Like Josh Adams was the cool. closer. So it was like, it was cool to watch like him uh, work a uh, mm-hmm. f- half hour. Yeah. You know, and it's like, ooh. I did a show with him two days ago. So right yeah. before you. Yeah. And it was cool to watch when I did that show with you. It was cool to oh, like yeah? watch you like navigate. Yeah. Yeah. I always like think it's, it's always like, uh, really interesting to watch someone really good because you're like oh that's like the next like, what's level the longest set you've done 15 okay i can do 15 i yeah. feel like really i feel like really really good now with 10 like i feel really good with 10 and actually in the last month and a half i feel like i like leveled up two levels mm-hmm. you know does that make sense mm-hmm. uh so now I f- yeah i feel really really good with 10 but um i've done 15 though you know, but like some of the stuff, people are just like. Yeah, I think I've only seen you once, but you had one joke that like you always have ones that. You're so like good at remembering jokes. I well. Was at the movie theater? Good. The movie yeah, theater. Yeah, if they're good. Yeah. yeah. But you always have one that's like burned into your memory. Yeah. But you did a joke about something about making the breakfast for the kids the next morning of yeah. a one-night Oh, new stand. dad breakfast. Yeah. And then uh, with any luck, new dad, new dad. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. one stuck in my yeah. head. I'm like, that's perfect. That's a staple. That's a, that's a great joke. <laughs> yeah. That's a staple. It's a bread and butter. Yeah, but I've been re- like I say the f word. I think f- I think four times. In the ten minutes, and I'm yeah, like, man, take I, it easy. I really keep I, a job. Here. Yeah, I like to really get rid of those f words. Do you think that mm. the f words would make or break your career? No, like as far as like the it's just not who the you teaching career. Yeah, no, but I just feel like the f word I'm using to like punch up the joke, but it's like, why don't I just like write it better? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like I'm like covering up a little, maybe like a. I feel like the F word is like a, like, I feel like the F word is like spackle. Hmm. I like the F word in jokes. Are you good? I mean, but they. Well, like, they, it, they, there's, I read this data, I don't know if it was even, yeah. it could have been literally an Instagram post, but about like people and how they build trust through swear words. And yeah. like, the general consensus is people who use swear words are generally perceived as more honest. So I think, like, in general, swear words just connect you better, like, make you more human. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, Would you agree? I think you have to be strategic about it. I feel oh, like my really? F words yeah. I feel like my F words are spackly. Yeah. Like, so, like, I've heard people use the F word and it, like, fits. Does that make yeah. sense? But it's, like, almost I don't have, like, a better word yeah. to use. Like, shock and awe. Yeah. Feels, like, cheap. Mine feels cheap. You know? Yeah. But... Yours feels trusty. I don't know. I'm just trying to get you to swear. I get mistaken as a clean comic often. I, I would. I, and I, people think I'm like a squeaky clean comic. I think you are. Yeah, I would I'm agree not with a that. Squeaky. I'm like a comedy club clean. Comic. I have like the problem is I've gotten booked for squeaky clean shows, and then yeah. they've been disappointed because if they think I'm clean, they're not like fully listening. I don't. Okay. Think. Okay. Okay. I have like four clean shows in 2023 that's like all i've booked so far and i've never i don't have any clean jokes yeah i was gonna say like you are i would assume you're like you know like you see like about 15 clean minutes yeah if i put it all together but like you have a lot of like non-clean stuff tons isn't that like one of your main <laughs> staples is like the non-clean like well guitarish? it's just like i'm not a clean person you know what i mean i just yeah. don't why would i write in a voice that is not my own yeah, you know yeah yeah so 
Yeah. Yeah, you're not a clean person. I'm not. <laughs> Why do you say that? Why do you say that? I just that? like my life is not sterile. Like oh, I don't okay. live that way, you know, yeah. and I don't like it when people around me live that way either. Like yeah. I'm comfortable in in a, the adult world. Yeah. In your 10 minutes that you're like confident in, yeah. do you feel like you've moved into something that's pretty representative of you, of your voice now? Yeah, actually I was hanging out with uh I was hanging out. I did a, a horrific open mic in Imlay City, you know, it, it, whatever. Mm. But I, I, it was kind of cool. The thumb. No, the Imlay Kinda, City's. You're getting into the yeah. Imlay City is like just is like our main. You know, it's like up up uh, yeah. uh, M53 like Van Dyke. So it's not like thumbish exactly, but on the way to the thumb. But I was hanging out with Dave Mischavitz. He's a real cool dude. Like mm-hmm. we'll like work yeah, out yeah. once in a while in the summer. Um, and he, so like I, I talk about, there's that one joke where I was like, that girl broke up with me. She said I had a, like a big ego. And I was like, you know like you're talking to? Like I was good at high school sports, <laughs> right? Which is actually the douchiest thought ever. Yeah, yeah. But it was actually like, the reason I said it is because like once in a while, like I don't like, that thought isn't fully formed in my head, but like the cloud of it is mm-hmm. in is like, do you know, I was good. You know what good I was at sports? I'm like yeah, get yeah. out of here, you know? And so, and he was like, dude, that's the... Like, that's the build around. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's great. That's the build around. And then I started to, like, expand. on. So I would, like, I started, like, calling it back, you know, in different situations. And also I kind of, like, build on that, like. And I, I always thought, like, my whole, I did not want to talk about myself. Like, the whole thing is to talk about you guys. But um, real to, like, sum it up, like, my 10 I've minute... listened to the podcast a couple times. Yeah. And every time I'm like, I want to know more about Mark. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. So, um but have like, your stage. So like, there's a lot of white dudes, right? Yeah. And so I realized early on, I was like dating and blah blah blah. And like everyone's talking about dating, you know. Like so, it's not like the thing. But, but I, th- and and I was also I was trying to figure out like why I can make my friends laugh so much. Mm. And then it was like, oh, because they have this giant premise of me being like a nice-ish person. Yeah. But I'm getting myself in these douchey situations because they don't know you. Yeah. People and I'm acting douchey, but I'm nice. So it's like that's. Do you get what, to keep douchey in or no? I don't know what to do with that word okay. actually. I don't know to keep yeah. it in or keep it right. out. I don't know it's what tough. to do. Because it's an yeah. actual product. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You can purchase. Are you sponsored by douche? Jerky, jerky. <laughs> we'll say jerky. I'm like a. Just but say I'm, summer's eve. I'm a nicest yeah. guy doing these jerky things, but in a nice way. But like I'm not a jerk, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's like I don't know. What's your like mojo? Like what is your core? My voice. Mm. Yeah. What is your voice? Because I'm trying to figure it. Out. I'm trying to figure it out, right? And mm-hmm. I think that's where I'm going. But it's nice to hear like what other people's voice and how did you get there? I, I, for me, it's always been like when I hear my so, my friends when I was growing up would always say I had a voice that I used when I was making jokes. Like yeah. I had I had this voice. I don't. Only my friends would know what I'm talking about when I say this. And you guys aren't my friends, so I'm kidding. I will be now. Um, <laughs> now we are going to be. But you know, like when you're saying a joke, you might you get into here. like a voice that you're like, well, here I am. I am just, yeah, yeah. I'm just being funny now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's your funny voice. And when I hear recordings of myself doing comedy, yeah, let's get some, um, some beers going here. Yeah. When I hear recordings of myself doing comedy and it doesn't sound like me, like I'm talking to you right now, mm. I tell myself, like, I need to relax and mm. be more just me, be me, have my own voice. Sure. Um, and so I think, like, over time, it's been less of, like, trying to find my voice, but instead trying to, like, not act as a comedian, like, just bringing my authentic voice. And my authentic voice is literally, I don't know, you try to think, like, am I an observational uh, com- comedian? 
Yeah, I would say I'm observational and I just talk about my own experiences. I don't have like a political agenda or I don't have an angle. Yeah. Um, so that's why I talk about like, you know, I write songs about, you know, the people in my life or yeah. my body or yeah. um, like about things men wear that are funny. Yeah. And, you know, so I wouldn't, I don't know how to answer the question of where, what is my voice? Or that's, body. that song uh, about your body is, is a 10 out of 10. Yeah. It's so good. Thank you. <laughs> it's so good. And like, the thing is, is, is like, you know, you got this guitar Right, and you got this like you know a little innocent look, whatever, and then all of a sudden like the the chords start coming. They're like these nice, beautiful chords, and then it's like boom, this like song where you didn't know it was coming. It's so good. <laughs> Thank you. It's so I, good. I like when you say my will be here all night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you can wake him up, you can meet him after the show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's great. What is your voice? Because like this is so unprofessional yeah everybody loves chewing on a mic yeah, yeah. celery porn so, okay so i'm I'm curious okay so like there's a ton of uh a ton of white dudes millions yeah. of white dudes yeah so like how are how what is your unique voice in this whole thing that's a great question i don't know i uh you know when i started like my kids were like babies you know yeah and then i was a teacher and like my life was literally like behavior management from like the moment I woke up to the yeah. moment I went to bed. And uh so I started trying to write like joke jokes, you know, and and uh you know some of that stuff worked, but then I'm like I need to write about like what I'm seeing around yeah. me at all time, you know? And so that just so happened to be relatable to a large amount of people. Um yeah. and so I kind of amassed a whole act around like parenting and things like that but yeah. i think i kind of found my angle in that hadn't been maybe represented yet um but i go through like these existential like dilemmas where i'm like right outside of that like get away from that now and like i and i do and i've often try to get away from that now but yeah. like you know even last night i had to kind of gauge the audience i was working with and i'm like we're just we're gonna hammer the hips here and it's gonna work yeah. you know and it did yeah um but like everything i'm writing about now like is like way beyond okay. like what uh my act is can you share now. the premises that you're or like the topics that you're writing about now or no you don't want to you want to keep uh that yeah i mean like one that i really eh, i feel like i should pull my phone out pull one that out. i'm really working on right now that i really love is uh about this idea that there needs to be more teachers out there that are telling kids they'll never amount to anything, <laughs> you know. And like, yeah. I feel like that's more what's going to be the, the tipping point yeah. to like get these kids like encouraged, you know, that sort of thing. And then I uh, I had this talk, so I, I teach a senior class. It's like the class yeah. is based. Uh, uh, it's called a transition class, and so it's anything I think would be valuable after high school. Yeah. And I was telling them like, I'm a failed major league baseball player. Yeah. Right. But like, I made it work for me. Like I made it work for me. You I wanted are? you are. No, I want to be a major league baseball player. Oh. I like played in college, but I failed. I failed. Like oh, I didn't gotcha. make it. Like was not good enough. Gotcha, gotcha. So I'm like I'm a failed major league baseball player. Like I never got to have. And they're like, no, like if you'd have like worked out more, or if you'd have tried harder. And I'm like, no, like nothing. <laughs> who, who tells I you that? Could like the kids are like, yeah, like no can, one who's tried. You, to you can be anything you want to be. And I was yeah, like, yeah. no, physically, yeah. I could not have done <laughs> this. I like worked, and so. You know, I didn't tell him like you couldn't be it, but I was like, if I want to be an astronaut, my brain isn't smart enough. Like I can't do it. Mm -hmm. So like I'm, not that you can't, 
amount to nothing, but like, let's make something work for well, you. Well, that's my premise is yeah. that the worst thing we've ever told kids is that they can do whatever they want to do. And I'm basing this on 21 years worth of teaching. Yeah. You know? And like, my father-in-law is one of the greatest dudes in the world. Like, he is the happiest man. Yeah. But every teacher he ever had was like, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> you're not going to do anything. Okay. And like... I mean, like, Notorious B.I.G. dedicated an entire album to the teachers who told him he'd never amount to anything, That's right? True. Yeah. That's like, true. Like, no one's writing rap albums about, like, Miss Johnson who really supported me. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? So that's the premise that I'm working you on. You need right some now. doubters. You need some doubters. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's great. But here's the thing about Tim, though. Tim, Tim has, like, more interesting and weird stories up his sleeve just generally about his life. Yeah. Like, he's a storyteller. Like, you're a storyteller. And oh really? Yeah, you are. Like you, like most of your stories are the stories that, like everything you say, you have to preface with, "This is a very long story." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like you don't talk about those on stage. But I would love sure. to see you in a few. Like do more. Yeah. Your your stories are amazing and they're wild. You have such a weird life. How do you get? Okay, so oh, that's very nice of you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Like you have so many stories and so many things and unique aspects of yeah. why you're you and i think like that's what what makes you who you are as a comic story jokes are very difficult that's what i'm saying like you yeah. got like if you really break them down a story joke has Many a jokes. thousand punchlines in yeah. it and that's like you have, have to you, think of every line as an opportunity for a laugh have you ever brought a story and and made a story into a, a punchline you have yeah how did you do that and and it turned in like the um i'm gonna eat all this that? stuff after but there's so many there's a show at trixie's that used to be a story show and you literally would just have to bring a story that you've never told. And the story that I told that day contained many funny premises yeah. that ended up now being, probably became like five different jokes. Okay. So mm-hmm. I think there's a lot to be said about stories. I did a, yeah, I did a similar show that was same format, uh, story show, bring something you've never talked about. And I told a story from college about when I got, picked up on the side of the road at like five in the morning and nothing but my underwear uh, in like the middle of march in the winter (laughs) what college uh western michigan and uh that's the only college that happened it's a really (laughs) it's a wonderful story and so uh i told it then and it was like that's great came in at around 15 minutes and then uh i started whittling it down i got it down to like seven minutes and i was doing it on stage and it was starting to do really really well the thing about story jokes is like, like it's like a it's like swinging for a grand slam. You know what I mean? And like if yeah. you yeah, don't, people have to like you. It, yeah, you to gotta you gotta to gauge it, and then like, and you gotta be comfortable with like maybe sitting in the pocket a little bit where you might not they you, they might just be yeah. engaged yeah. and not like you know I tr- well, yeah. I've tried to punch it up, but I've abandoned it like within the last six months, and I need to bring it back because it's a hundred percent true story. Yeah. And it's got a wonderful resolution mm-hmm. at the end of it. Um, but, yeah, they're difficult. Like, comics that are really – like, uh, Gary Goleman or yeah. comics oh my like God. that. Like, so, Ron, I saw Ron White at the castle, like, a year ago. He oh, came. yeah, the surprise and show. And he just stood up there, and he was practicing for a new special mm-hmm. um, that I think he might have already filmed. But he had, like, a list of things that he wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Every single – thing that he said granted we were all bought in already we know ron yeah. white like we've loved him for years yeah um so there's a freedom there where like you don't have that tim like people who see you aren't like yeah no I'm no waiting to see it's, tim finkel yeah. you know, they're like i just came to this bar tonight yeah. and now i have to see this 
Dance. <laughs> Dance, clown. Just beep, beep. I want to hang out. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. But like Ron White could talk about, you know, his day and it's funny, you know. Yeah. Because you know so. the, all the, you know, like his giant premise. You have years and years and years of listening to Ron White and you like know his premise. So you like know who he is. Yeah. And that's like what I'm like. How do you like pack a premise of who you are into 30 seconds and then get to your story? You that's know. uh so that's like when i get to like this existential dilemma of like only writing one specific angle yeah like uh that's where i like get down on myself about writing joke jokes because like i have like a whole like five to six minutes that i lay down up front every show and in that five minutes it lays the framework for who i am you know and then i've done shows where i'm like ah well Let's see what happens if we omit that. What, and what like, does happen? And just get into this. It depends on the audience. It, do, it depends on the audience, but you might get mixed results then. Yeah. You know, like sometimes like I have certain bits that like maybe in isolation they don't hold up as well without laying that framework down. You know? because, and because, then those are the nights I go home and you're like, you're sh- you yeah, can't yeah, write yeah. anything yeah. like it. <laughs> but, know? That's, but that's part of the game, right? Like the high highs, like low lows. That's like you talk about like getting like bit. The only thing that was like the high, high, low, low was like the sports mm-hmm. and, and like gambling with money that you cannot afford to lose. So was that your thing? Yeah. Gambling with money. I cannot afford to lose. Like I realized I was uh, so like I was really in the sports and like nothing could like like the pressure of like right before you hit. You're not sure what's going to happen. And then you hit and it's like the best yeah. thing in the world for 10 seconds. And then you got that's like comedy. <laughs> yes. But like gambling with money. Like I realized I love gambling, but only like when I was down a lot and I was trying to make a big comeback. Because it's like the yeah. feeling of like as the person is flips that card, it's the same as you the blackjack or what do you everything really <laughs> the dice turns just a certain way whatever yeah. the keno thing happens it's just like the joke because like the joke you say it and if it hits it's the best feeling yeah but then you got to quickly like move on to the next thing because it's like short you see you're I'm... a dude with energy you're a yeah. dude with energy that it's just got to be directed somewhere healthy and healthy yeah. Somewhere healthy. Do you let yourself gamble still? Uh, I let myself gamble, but I, um, I like feel the the chemical like coming down my spine, and I like, all right, we're done. Like we need to shut it down. Mm. And I've also I've like identified like, uh, like where where it goes south. And I also I stopped when I before I started making real money. So like yeah. when you drain, I would like drain the bank account. But, oh, no. but it was like a small bank account. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, now yeah. if I drain the bank account, we're in like big trouble. Yeah. Like we're maybe not going to make a mortgage. Like, we're not going to make yeah. a mortgage. But I remember being, okay, I was, on, I was on this cruise. And every night we were, uh, it was me and my buddies. It was our senior year of college. They canceled the U of D baseball program. I'd never been on a spring break. We'd go on this cruise. Horrific decision, but whatever. That's a whole different story. Never been on a cruise. Stupid. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, we would we'd gamble. I'd gamble every night and I would win and I'd pay off our bill. From in high next, school. No, college, college, college. Oh, oh, college. And I'd pay off her bill the next day. I'd pay off her bill, right? So I'd gamble, then I'd pay off. Because if you're on a cruise, everything's attached to your room. And so you would, like, hang out all night, and then you'd have this giant bill. So I would gamble, and I would go in the morning, pay off the bill with the money I won. The last night, uh, my buddy's like, do you want to go to the comedy show, or do you want to go to the casino? I was like, let's go to the casino, right? And at the end, um, uh, the person was like, uh, Mr. Malik, your uh, your card isn't working anymore. Like, your bank account is over. Like, it's not working. And I remember sitting on the deck the next day being like, all right, um, if I sub like 10 times 
in the next like two weeks, I think I can make enough money mm-hmm. like pay it off. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, I try to avoid that now. Yeah. You know, I would just not gamble. I never. But it's been awesome. A it's like the best thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like comedy is probably similar. It is. It is. Yeah, that's what I was going yeah. to you get that same that kind of satiation. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's so close. Yeah, and this is a good outlet for you then. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah. It's the best because it's like high stakes. It's like horrific high highs, which last two seconds, yeah. or the horrific low lows, which last a really long time. Cause like, Do you, you have, still get a high off comedy? Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 But, you? but. Yep. You do? Yeah. Do you? I mean, that's why, you know. I don't, do I don't know if like I that? do anymore. I think I do, but it's I get more the anxiety like, before. Sometimes I get so anxious. I'm like, why do I do this? And then I'm like, no, because this anxiety is excitement. I do like the. I do get the anxiety. <laughs> That's what um, the rush is. But like, I feel like I get more of the lows than the highs now. Really? I have an explanation yeah. for that. Yeah. I have an explanation for that. So like they say, like in a like think of a football season. You win game one, it's amazing. Yeah. You win game two, pretty cool. You win game three, no, now you're expected to do it. So like. You're just thinking about how we're going to win game four. Game four, you win. Now we have a chance to win the league. So you're just thinking about like, then you lose. Yeah. It's devastating. Yeah. Devastating. Because like you, as you get better, which, you know, you're like leveling up and all this stuff. Like originally, I'm sure it was just like getting a laugh at the, at the, like at your Mark Ridley show, you know, like. I mean, I remember days where the next day, like, nothing could take. I was on cloud nine. Like, <laughs> nothing could take. It was like seeing a concert as a teenager. And yes. the next day, you're just, like, floating. But the better you get, experience. the better you get, the, the, like, the less the success is the fix. And it's more like avoiding yeah. the low. But also the low. Um, it's awesome that you get so low because that means, like, you care about something. And, like, you talk about, like, the anxiety. Where else makes you nervous? Going to work doesn't make you nervous. Yeah. Presenting, before I ask a question in a meeting with a lot of people, I get really anxious. Do you really? Yeah, my heart beats really fast. Really? Yep. I'm nervous at work every day, but that's because I made like a midlife career change. Can you talk about that for a second? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I was a teacher for 21 years, and most people, when they go through a midlife crisis, they buy a sports car or cheat (laughs) on their wife, and I decided to like, like walk away from something that I was close to retirement from to yeah. like because I felt complacent and like uh I feel like when you're middle-aged and you're complacent you might as well be dead yeah. it's dangerous and you're an experience haver like you're like yeah yeah many lives yeah like I had I like had to roll the dice and like try something to like prove to myself that I could do something other than the only thing I've done my entire life and so I started this job and I don't I mean Tomorrow's Monday morning. I'll wake up and have feelings for the first three hours of my day of like, what the hell am I doing? Like, really? I don't, uh, how am I even doing this right now? Why, like, who am I to even think I could, like, be doing this work right now? Your job now? should make you feel that way. You shouldn't feel monotonous. It does. I mean, I haven't been bored since I started doing that. And before, I used to like go into work and feel like I blacked out. Like, <laughs> like I, 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 we used to joke about it and be like, you have to learn to black out. And it felt very blue collar for me by the end. And like, I would just go in and do my time. And I'd like the bell would final bell would ring, and I'd be like, what happened? Can you imagine going to parent-teacher conferences and the teacher, or like, or not open house? Right, you go to open yeah. house and the teacher's like, listen. Uh, no, my kids' teachers are the greatest no, no, no. humans I've ever no, met. No, but I'm saying if like they had me, I'd be like, 
We're pulling our kids. I'm sure out you of did a school. great job. I'm sure you did a great I job. I was a good teacher. I was a good yes, teacher. Yes, I'm sure you did a great job. But like, yeah. imagine going to open house and being the teachers like doing the presentation. Like, listen, uh, I mean, this is like gosh damn factory work. I just try to shut my brain <laughs> off when I get there. Your kids seem to be doing okay. Um, I'm out of here in four years. Uh, God bless America. Have a great day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, do you like your job that you're currently doing? Yeah, I do. What you guys just? Yeah, I really do like my job. Um, I went to grad school. Like I, yeah. you know, I, I wanted to like have something more. And now when people at work are like, "What you do stand up like four nights a week?" Like, how are you doing you, it four nights a week? I mean, yeah. I mean, sometimes I do it. Wow. I had eight shows in a week a few a few weeks ago. Like it was wow. crazy. And, and these aren't like mics. These are shows. You're yeah, doing shows. Because you're like past the like. I love doing well, mics. I don't I like know if you do... know, but Camilla's better than us. No, no I'm, I'm just not. kidding. No, I did no, say yeah. that, like, like when <laughs> no, when yeah. people came to the uh, that show I hosted that you were part of, right? So people were like, "Oh, should we come?" Oh, and yeah. I was like, "I was like, yeah, we got like Nick Kelly, who I super respect. We I got, love Nick yeah. Kelly. I think Nick Kelly's one of like yeah, in the top so five funny. in the area. And I was like, yeah. Camilla's like doing it, doing it. Like you're not like just like tra- like no. you're like doing show shows. Yeah, like you're like this is like a thing. This is a thing. Yeah. So you like your job though. I like my job. Yeah, I mean, like, there's days where I'm like, "What am I doing?" I don't know, but I think that's any job. I actually, it's um, any job. It's any I just job. watched a TED talk, and I talk about this a, a lot, like in life as a uh, as a result of this. But it's like almost like a relationship thing. There, the human nature, you have this desire for like the love aspect, which is like stability, comfort, reliability, predictability. Like you have the that desire or that that you know predetermined like desire for like something that is uh stable but you also have the desire aspect so you want love you want all these things anchoring you down but you also want novelty you want a surprise you want excitement you want adventure you want the unknown and somehow you expect not only like the relationships you're in to be both at the same time but you also want your job like i talk about this a lot with my boyfriend when we talk about our jobs it's like do you want your job like do you want a monotonous nine to five where you clock in you clock out and you know what's going to happen that day or do you want a job where it's like exciting and you don't know what's going to happen and maybe there's a lot of risk involved or is there like a middle ground where like you get both out of your job you know and I feel that way also about comedy and I feel that way about like friendships and like relationships it's like realizing when you're when you feel lack like Mm -hmm. is it are you seeing both sides of what you want out of it? All those first words you said made me like like stability. They made me have like tightness of breath. You don't like, you don't yeah. like that? No, I hate it. Like it like scares the hell Are out of me. Are you Gemini? Mm. I don't know. Capricorn. You're Capricorn, huh? We had December twenty eighth. Nice. It's gonna ha- the yeah. big four zero. The big four zero. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Are you doing something special for it? You know, uh, actually, my friends were like, "Hey, we should go somewhere, like, so get out of town." But here's what I really want to do. To be really honest with you. I want to. I'm going to talk to a local place in Clawson. I'm going to be like, "Hey, listen, like, can I rent the place out? Just like reserve half and just like put it out there, general. Anyone, if you want to like hang out, like come here. Because I, I, I just like to like hang out with everyone. Yeah. yeah. You know. We're gonna put a pin in what you just said though about your t- chest tightening up. <laughs> We're not gonna let him get away with not yeah. talking about that. The stability thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah, I think that's the thing. So, uh, which is funny because I'm a teacher. And you own a house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like saying it, like don't say it out loud. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about it? Um, 
Where your fam did is it like a family? Let's talk about your childhood. I had a great childhood. <laughs> I had a great. I had like the my parents are awesome. My sibling, uh, yeah, I had a great childhood, man. Huh. Um, How many siblings do you have? I had two siblings, a brother and a sister. I'm the oldest. Uh, my it's so funny because like my sister is in New York City, living this like cool. like Manhattan life, right? Like finance Manhattan life. Oh, and wow. so I was kind of like the, you know. If I like, she was like the one that would like cry if her hot dog bun was broken. Yeah. Right. And I was like, you know, whatever, you know. Yeah. And it's so funny that like I am working about like a like two miles from where we grew up, like Stifler from American Pie Three, yeah. which also gives me anxiety. <laughs> and she's like the like doing her Manhattan thing, but not a lot of firstborn children comics. Really? Yeah, that's a rarity. You know, are I don't. You're the think, firstborn. I'm the firstborn, and yeah. I don't think I really follow because like firstborns are like the rule followers, right? Typically. No. Yeah. yeah, no, I was like, I was like, not, I was not, I was not a roof follower. Yeah. I was well, not. A, my firstborn is not. He's a wild, he's a absolutely, wild man. Absolutely. He's freaking nuts. My sister was, my sister, I'm the youngest, but my sister was not very much a, a rule follower. Yeah. How many, uh, how many, were you a rule follower? Was, I'm a rule follower, yeah. Really? Yep. See, okay, so that's, that's really interesting because that's the impression I get. When you walk up on stage, that this is Camilla, she's a rule follower, and then your comedy is well. That's rude, but no, no, not at all, not at all. It's the juxtaposition you're about to get into. Like you don't have like you don't have like wild tattoos. You don't have like a nose ring. You don't have like an eyebrow ring, right? Like you're not like no tattoos. Me neither. No tattoos. No tats. No tattoos. But like no tat club. No, you. No, I got tattoos. Of course, do you really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What, just like a giant eagle across yeah. the I got a whole... He has a tramp stamp. I have my whole side done here, and then I got one on my arm here. I love that. Both Come of them on. Are, both of them are... This one is... Uh, I didn't get till I was 30. It was after my brother okay. died. Okay. And then uh, this one, I won... I love when people tell stories about their tats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one, I won single speed national championship... Or uh, state championships and... I don't know the two thousand some mountain bike and yeah, stuff yeah. and like yeah I got a tattoo for that. That's and awesome. That's cool. That one kind of overlapped with my brother I would too. get those rings yeah, yeah. on me. You yeah. know what I mean? But yeah. this was yes. not I'm by not any get, means like, Mark the Olympic comedy castle tattoo. You should. <laughs> In person. Yeah, you should. <laughs> Are you guys rule followers? No, I don't. I think I'm no. like a little bit of both. I'm like, like rebellious I think, in my own right. Like, like I'm saying, your things. comedy is yeah. like very like non rule following. Like, but I, I like earn all the things that I get. Like I, um, I don't know. Like there's a certain freedom that comes with like working really hard. Yes. To like, yes. you know, going to school and like not breaking the rules so that you can afford yourself freedoms. You have earned irreverence. Yeah. I mean, what's a re- oh like I'm a reverend person? I, yeah, I no, no. I'm saying like your that word. I'm uh, like your like rev- comedy style. You have some irreverent yeah. stuff. What does irreverent know? mean? First of all, I'm, I'm not honoring like not the status quo, oh, oh, okay, basically, okay. right? Yeah, and like yeah. uh, and I think that's an immigrant thing too. Like I yeah. came from. Literally I'm saying nothing. that as a compliment too. Really? What? Yeah. Uh, what? What do you mean? Like literally, this was my dinner table growing up—a plastic table, like an outdoor table was my table in were my your, house. Like your, we had nothing growing up. Your parents I mean, were like first, first over, like first generation. I, moved, I was wasn't born here. I was born in Argentina. So like we moved no here kidding. when I was really young, and we had nothing. And my wow. parents, you know, went off and got master's degrees, and while they had kids, and, yeah. You know, so there's like, and your sister's done well for us. Yeah, my too, sister right? kills yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, she has yeah beautiful family and everything is like not 
it's everything is earned, you know. Do you feel like that was like like having nothing was a blessing to like for sure. As like a life perspective. Yeah. It kind of scares me that my kids will not struggle, mm. like will not see. Well, it's not that they won't see me struggle, but they will never have the lack that mm-hmm. I, that I had, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, how do you, I mean, I don't think that I'll live, I'll show them. Like, they're not going to get the lavish Christmas. In fact, like most of, maybe you guys probably see this too, because it's the American way, but like most of my friends whose parents didn't have a ton of money were the ones getting all the best at Christmas anyway <laughs> you know sure. like we got one gift like yeah. you know and it's socks I hate to break yeah. it to you <laughs> like it's not gonna be nice you're not gonna be excited <laughs> that's so funny probably that um my mom went back to school at 39 oh, cool. right and my dad woke up every day at like 3 30 in the morning and like I think that was a huge benefit yeah huge benefit growing up you said your mom was a nurse what did your dad do so my dad worked at the Eastern Market um my mom was uh cut hair and then she kind of like saw like, you know, what, like how things were working out. So she went back to school at and became a nurse at 39. So like seeing that whole process was awesome. And then my dad, uh, you know, woke up every day at, at 3.30 in the morning. I t- this, like, this is like a great story. I always tell people, but like one time I, I was, uh, my freshman year after college, I got a job at an ice cream store and my dad was so pissed because it was from 5 to 10 p.m right? Five to 10. And so I was scamming it. Cause like I'd work from five to 10 PM. I fulfilled, like get a job in the summer thing. And then my buddies would pick me up and we would go out and like, I'd spend the money that I worked at the ice cream store, but I'd always like get home before he got home. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I would get home before he woke up. Right. And one time I, uh, cross paths, I got home at like three thirty-five, and there was like this shadowy figure at the top of the stairs. Cause the bathroom light was on. And so it was like shining behind him. And so all I saw was this person at the top, and it was like, are you out of your mind? Mm. Like, if you think I am going to get up every day at 3, 3 in the morning while you're just, like, messing around, I'm going to help you pay for school, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, whatever, man. You're a morning person. <laughs> and, like, I was, like, college baseball player, so I was, like, in good shape. And Did dude, your parents beat you? No, but, like, no. he got dad strength like, real that quick. that kind of behavior would not have left. No, no, that's so what I'm saying. Like, he got, he got dad strength real quick, and all yeah. of a sudden I was like, pressed against the wall and he was like what did you Hell just yeah. say and I, and like that is like a like that was a great the best thing that ever happened yeah. to me that was the best thing that ever Talk happened to, to me so like but like seeing like hard-working parents yeah. like navigate i think that's like a really we had so much respect for our parents here. yeah like we weren't allowed to we, we only said i love you in my household if i ever said anything like i hate you yeah oh my life is over okay. yeah over yeah it's like a respect thing yeah, what is that like? What okay? So how old are your kids? Six and eight. Okay, so they're like, they're I sweeties. love you, Dad. Those boys. Yeah, they're dad. animals, but they are fantastic. How are you gonna yeah. handle? How are you gonna handle that? Like when they start to like, be like, I don't like you, Dad. Like you don't let me do what I want. That do. won't happen. Eh, oh, no, come they on. do that happens, now, right? but um, they do that now. But the, I mean, the the overall theme is all love, and uh, you know they. I mean that'll come. Yeah. But uh No, they I mean they're incredible. Like they I, being a parent is nuts because like you never have anything that you love so much yeah, that yeah. equally frustrates you on the <laughs> same level. You know, there's nothing other there's nothing else in life that compares to that. Yeah. Okay. Something that you can't like you can't even love your wife as much as you love your kids. Yeah. It's 
bad to say that, but it's <laughs> it's the truth. Yeah. I mean, you do like you're the ones who. Yeah. You're the foundation, but like the amount of that you love your kids and that feeling you have, they drive you crazy on an equal spectrum on the other yeah. side. Yeah. And that's a frustrating thing to deal with. That's tough. I'm always like super impressed by my, my, my people that have kids because like I'll get home from work and I'll just be like, dude, I need to like, take like a 30 minute nap. Like I'm dude, going I used down. to do that all the but time. But now like you get glorious. home from work and you're like your real job starts. And yeah. you're like, dad, 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 dad. Like you were saying, like, I did, I dad, get let's the kids off to school every morning now. Oh, wow. Like with my new job. I, I spend, my wife leaves for work. I have two hours still with the kids before I even, like, You're going to cherish that, man. You get to drop them off every no, day. No, it's That's fantastic. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I yell every morning at them. Like, mm-hmm. I get frustrated. But it is, like, it is, like, the greatest part of my day. You know? how, how how are you guys, like, balanced? Okay, so we'll go with you and then you. Yeah. But, like, how are you balancing? Because, so, like, you got the job. You got the fam. You got, like, the hardcore job. You're living with your boyfriend, correct? Mm-hmm. Like, so you got the relationship. Like, how are you balancing doing all these, like, things that are on, for most people, it's like they're all-encompassing day. Hmm. And then you're adding this. Side hustle. But it's not even, like, a side hustle because it's, it, it's like this. It could take as, it could take, always could take more, right? So you could always, so how are you balancing all this and, like, setting boundaries with the comedy and, like, how are you doing all that? You I'll go- answer that first. Yeah, yeah you go uh, first. If you don't mind. But it's uh, it's because I have to, and it goes back to like everything you've been saying. Like you got energy, and it's got to go somewhere. Yeah. And if it doesn't go there, like then you don't get to be the person you are. Yeah. And so like if I don't get to do all this stuff and fulfill all my other duties professionally and and as a parent and all of that, if I don't get to do all that, then I unravel quickly. Okay. And and my wife recognizes that. And, like, so, you know, there'll be times where, like, maybe I haven't done a show in a while. And, like, she'll know that, like, like you got to get out and, yeah. like, do a, like, do a show, do a set. Like, get, get yourself right again, you know? Yeah. So it's like that you just do it because that's what you have to. Have to do, you know? sh- and like certain people are higher octane than others. So like you know, I just I got to do all that to maintain like my emotional baseline. Yeah. So like, is it like? Actually, I'm gonna hold on to this question. I'm gonna hold on to this question. Like, how do you balance it? Like, how? Do you- well, I was also I would add to that because I agree with everything you just said, which is like it's not really a choice. It's like I am myself when I do all of these things. So mm-hmm. I, I I can't just work. Um, I can't just like further my career and 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 do that without a creative outlet in some way um which is why i love gare bear because i feel like he recognized who's yeah my, that. my that's boyfriend, your boyfriend Gary. Okay. Yeah. i call him how'd you meet gare bear? gare bear i met him on a dating app oh come on, on. Bumble, like nice. almost a, year, a little over a year and a half ago now so you met gare bear in, in in arbor i met him well we i was living in ann arbor at the time yeah okay um and like that's great i mean like i like to think of it as some people go home at the end of the day and they watch a lot of tv a lot of people watch tv a lot of people like do you know you know co-ed bowling or i don't know what they do like a lot of people have things that they do at the end of the day when they come home from work a lot of people have kids and they spend time with their kids like i don't have those things i have comedy so i don't get to watch tv a lot i don't get a lot of off time I don't get a lot of days where I don't have anything to do. That doesn't happen to me. Yeah. I'm just always doing something. But I can't. And also, I wouldn't be able to do it if my boyfriend wasn't so supportive. I'm so, like, 
grateful that I'm I get to just be myself around him. I he comes to a lot of the shows because he's a big oh, comedy really? fan. Oh, cool. We actually went to an open mic, uh, the shit show open mic mm. at the Independent a couple yeah. weeks ago, and I signed him up, and he did. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, shit. yeah. I would have loved to it see that. It was amazing. We had already been out like. We went to like several bars prior, yeah. and we just went. and He he did some jokes. He's been writing jokes and stuff. Oh, so nice. yeah, he like he that's li- adorable. He's a big comedy. Did you record fan. it? I want to no, see this. I probably should. have. Ah, not even audio. Yeah, nothing? no. But he did have a really funny joke where he was like, "You know, experts uh, experts are say like the San Diego Zoo, the penguins had an outbreak of chlamydia. <laughs> like I just came, like I just saw this news article about yeah. these penguins had this outbreak of chlamydia, and experts are saying they have no idea how it happened. He's like. I have an idea. Uh, they're <laughs> <laughs> did you uh, did you know like ahead of time the jokes he was going to do? Or no, was this a, he didn't the either. He didn't gift? prepare. Really? What? Yeah, he just went ah, up there and did it. He winged it. Fantastic. He's How? a very big comedy fan. Like okay. he's been watching SNL since he was a kid. He knows he's a big Norm Macdonald fan. Like he's a huge comedy fan. Probably probably a bigger comedy. That well, could be a I would Norm say McDonald's he's a bigger joke, comedy but... fan than me. But he is a very – he's probably equally a comedy fan as I am. Yeah. And I do comedy five nights a week, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, very fortunate. And, like, my friends always tell me that I am so myself around him. I don't uh, – he doesn't change uh, – he doesn't change who I am. I get to just be go. me, which is, a, like, a probably, like, a lot <laughs> a lot of the yeah. time. Have you dated people where you could not be you? Totally, yeah. And what is that? Like, how do you even thing. do that? You know when you try to, like, fit in a box for people or you try, you know – um, like dating people that don't want you to go do stand up or like Ugh. want you to like are, are more needy or maybe are jealous. He's not a very jealous person, which I love yeah. because like I'm a told I'm a rule follower. Like I, you don't have to worry about me. There's nothing yeah. to be jealous about. Like yeah. that's not a, a, a thing for me. Usually the jealous people are the people that are like Agree. messing with the yeah, boundaries. Like they're projecting. Mm-hmm. They're totally projecting. Yeah. I hate, I've never been a jealous person. I me neither. Like, can't. Me neither. I don't understand when people are like that. So no. Yeah, Gary's the best. He's truly the best. There you go. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm so happy that about Gary I, and oh, that yeah. and Tim all of it. Because me to meet like the right guy. well, no, like I mean from the moment I met you and we had a we had a friend on our kickball team that like I always kind of put you guys in the same category, but like they were both like unbelievable girls that like I never could understand how we like yeah. you were single yeah. and like you have so much to offer you too Mark you oh, seem like you're geez, great OP's other than your stability you. issues the but uh, thing is yeah, a little yeah scary. like I, I never dumb. like understood like how I'm like this doesn't it to me it made me mad because I'm <laughs> like honestly it was a choice I could have settled for a lot of yeah people. but totally. it made me mad because totally. it was like a testament to the how shitty like certain dudes yeah. are today well, I'm like God, how come there aren't there should be plenty of dudes I know but I feel so bad for guys because they're brought up and nobody's like emotionally maturing them like they don't they're not in touch with who they really are mm-hmm. and I think like a lot of men need therapy that don't that don't like read they, they should read more books like, read more cosmos I mean, like, we should read more cosmos yeah <laughs> yeah um <laughs> yeah i just think a lot of guys just are dealing with a lot of well we could we could talk for hours about that yeah, um opening up a big yes. pandora's box all right here's my question i like i like this question are you well left to right this time okay. well you first are you comedy or bust or are you like your life is your life and you're doing this job that's an amazing job and you have this thing and you have this relationship and that's like your main focus and comedy is a side thing. So which no. is it? 
no, comedy is not a side thing. Um, I would do comedy full time if it allowed – like I'm just not a couch surfer. I've never been comfortable. Like I have a level of life yeah. and living yeah. and a retirement plan. And yeah. like I need that stability. Life is good. Yes. Life is good. Life is fine. I worked really hard for that. You know, like I love that about my job. But I also think that it. I, I have a hard time saying like I compartmentalize my life. Like mm -hmm. it, all of it has always been just me being me. And like I want to do comedy. I want to act. Like I want to do a bunch of cool creative things. And yeah. maybe I can do that in my current company. Um, and I can do that at work. Or maybe I'll get a Netflix special and I'll have the ability and the freedom to say maybe not quit. I don't think I'll ever quit my job. But yeah. Uh, maybe I'll say I need a sabbatical for six months to figure that out and then I'll come back to you. And all of it is just being authentically me, I think. So if so, your question is, if do My question I, I want to go the distance with comedy? The answer is yeah, for sure. So that's like your thing, like you're yeah. doing it. Okay. Comedy, acting, I would, you know, like my dream job, maybe I even I saw writing. you in a sketch. I saw you in a sketch recently. <laughs> yeah, I did a sketch recently. Very good. Very um, good actress. It was or fun. Actor. Um, yeah, I love sketch. I wouldn't mind being a writer. Like if SNL wants to hire me, I will be a writer. I don't even need to be on screen, but I, I would also like to be on screen. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That's very cool. Uh, what about you? Are you like comedy or bust? Or is like you have this life and it's, you know, who said a really good word? Uh, Jason Gillerin was on yeah. a couple uh, weeks ago and he's like, you know, he's a doctor. He like worked really hard to become a doctor. Like as you guys talked, like mm -hmm. you both worked very hard to get to where you, where you guys are now. And he was like, it's like a hob session. And I was like, ooh. A what? He's like, a, he's like, I call comedy like my hob session. So it's not like a hobby. Oh, yeah, yeah. obsession. Yeah. Yeah. Obsession. yeah, it's not a hobby. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's not like not just like I like trains, you know, yeah. like I'm collecting baseball cards or anything. It's like his hob session. And that's kind of like, I guess where I, I, I guess that's where I would see it for me. Because yeah. I, like someone was like, would, would you give up what you're doing right now to be a, a touring person? I was like, no, I like, this is, this is like a big deal to me. So like, where does it fit in your situation right now? Uh... One, I love your answer. That was good. Come in. Yeah. Because, uh, and that's what I hope you would say, because <laughs> I feel like you have the talent for that. Uh, me. I remember what my answer was. Your answer was like, no, you're it going was, after yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, me, I don't feel like I have like the talent that maybe sets myself apart far enough to even be able to do that. I disagree with uh, that. However, um, and I go, so Cam Rose, like a really good friend of mine, we talk every day and like we're kind of in the same place in terms of like family and, yep. you know, opportunity and things like that. And uh, Thank you. we always joke about this idea of like, well, what's dad doing? Oh, he's chasing his dreams. Yeah, oh, you know, right. and like. Uh, yeah, I don't have kids yet. So yeah, either, I mean, know. I got like. Uh, uh, mortgage and a house yeah. and a, all and 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 that is great and um i am i have gratitude for every show that i get and i have gratitude for every opportunity that i have but like i feel like i had this conversation with you once like i feel like at best i'll just be like a, a good midwestern comic and i think i'm content with that at this point in my mm -hmm. life like um i do the i teach a uh, kids comedy class yes, at Mark Ridley's I saw comedy. that man that yeah yeah great. and so, so like great. I think in terms of like what I'd like to see progressing like I'm still a teacher at heart you know and I think I would like to explore that avenue a little bit more um, okay. because I'm 
I like building people up and I like seeing people succeed around me and that's like what kind of puts wind in my sails maybe yeah. a little bit more than my own I mean obviously that'd be fantastic to have this be a thing but like it's pretty unrealistic for me to think like I'll th- like throw all caution to the wind and do this however if I could explore that avenue a little bit more of like like I mean I have complete admiration of what Bill does it's pretty amazing yeah. like mm-hmm. I mean Sabrina Wu was just on uh you know Fallon, Fallon like yeah. unbelievable like it's so cool she's from this area yeah, yeah she grew up I mean, in Ann Arbor actually she went to Pioneer High School oh, yeah wow. yeah she's much she's younger than me too I think she's yeah like I think she 20s. started after both of us and she she was a Bill disciple uh, she yeah, did I did the, the class. last Thanksgiving yeah. I'm doing the Thanksgiving show this oh, year at nice. Mark Ridley's I did yeah. the last one with her is she, uh, and yeah, she went yeah. to Just for Laughs in Montreal and has a TV show now. And she was on Jimmy Fallon yeah. right after Just for She's Laughs. It, yeah. Yeah. All it takes is getting on that new Faces show for a lot of people. I'm, and then, you know, the rest is history. I just did a weekend with Fahim Anwar, who was on Just for Laughs in like 2013. Yeah. Um, and he's just had like a really long career with sure. comedy. And I think I, yeah. So like if I could have the opportunity to like, build people up like that yeah. i would love that and i think i realized like the the level of dedication it takes to really like make it to the next level like i don't have one i don't think i have that ability and two i don't think i have that i'm not fortunate to be able to dedicate that much well, time, well, time, out, time and out. i'm okay why, with that. why do you say the i get the time i get the time but why do you say the ability I've worked with enough really great comedians to realize that I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. not at that level. Okay. You know? Okay. But don't you think it's like an hours in type of thing? Eh, I think it is, but I also think like you can kind of... It's a willingness too. Like yeah. you don't, maybe you don't want to go there, even, even though you think you might have the potential. There are comics that I've worked with where I've finished the weekend out and I've actually felt depressed a little bit because I've realized... They shouldn't have done anything else in life yeah. other than be a comedian. Yeah. And I've never felt like that is who I am. Like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like there are a multitude of things I could do. Yeah. It is amazing when you meet a true headliner that is that great where you're like, if they weren't doing this, it would be, what would they do? It would be a tragedy. Like, yeah. Th- yeah. this is what they needed to do. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorites, Rosebud Baker, says that. She's always like, I'm unemployable. I'm unemployable. Yeah. Yeah. I would not do something else. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's the best. Like, <laughs> I mean, you're, you're meeting like, that's when you're meeting like true greatness yeah. where you're like, they found their thing and they could have been like, I mean, they could have been doing nothing. They could have been miserable working at an uncle Ed's oil shop <laughs> because they didn't find this, but they did yeah. find it. And it was like, it's the best thing they could have done with their life. Do you think it's a little bit though? So like we had talked about upstairs a little bit. That's like, there's levels to everything. Right. And so like when you first start, you're just like, Oh, I just want to like make people laugh for five minutes at an open mic. And then you mm-hmm. get to an open mic. You're like, Oh, I just want to be like booked on like the open mic that's organized. And you're like, Oh, I just want to like have someone like answer my email and pay me. Then you're like, Oh, I just want to have someone ask me to be on the show. And then you're like, Oh, I just want to be like a host. And oh, I just want to be a feature. Oh, I just want... So like you're saying, like, oh, I just, like, uh, want to be uh, a respected, like, Midwestern comic. Like, you're, you're, and I was like, you know, I've talked to different people, and, and like, it seems like you're never going to be happy where you're at, right? 
Like yeah. you're never going to be happy where you're at. Yeah, but that's why we do this. You always want to continue this, growing. You always like there's always a level above, right? And you when you hit that learned. level, there's like the next level which you realize. And so yeah. that's why we do this though. And like so off mic, yeah. you and I were talking about bike racing a little yeah. bit when we got into this. And uh the one thing that happened for me was I like strung together like three seasons where I was like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I accomplished everything. And I ended one season where I'm like, I, I think it's like that scene in Forrest Gump where he's like, <laughs> I think I'm done scene. running. The running scene. I think I'm yeah. going to go the home now. Running. Yeah. Because you like, you're just doing something that's yeah. unattainable and it's, and you never get the satiation yeah. that you're looking for. Yeah. But then, like, with bike racing, I got to the point where... And that's, like... So, that's a point where I'm at with comedy right now. And, honestly, like, I don't know. The last few months, I've been, like, not super motivated. And I feel like I, like, kind of quit, like, pushing effort toward it. And I'm just, like, coasting right now. And part of it is because I got too much going on in my life. But, um... Yeah, I, I worry. Which I think is okay, by the way. It is absolutely so, okay. We've had discussions be about in your this. Creative, like, absolutely, brilliant yeah. Moment. And I think it'll bring you back. But like, I think that that's the thing I worry about is like where you get to the point where you're like, all right, I'm done. I think I've done everything I want to do with this. Ooh. Oh my god, I can't even imagine. And that, but then you're like, well, shit. What do you do now? I know. Yeah, but why would you get? Yeah, that's that's. That's like, that's impossible. Because there's so many thing. things to it's do in the thing. world. You know, there are the the pandemic messed me up actually because when the pandemic stopped, that's when all the sports stopped. Everything was done, mm-hmm. and I got it and all this other stuff. And I was like, there's like so much stuff yeah. out there. You know, when and, I quit bike racing, yeah. like I resented it for a while because I'm like. There was so much other stuff you. to be doing. Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm pissed that it took all this time away from Yeah. Me. There's so many things out there. There's so many things to do and put your energy to. But that's kind of like... But also, it's like I, f- I feel like it's like a beautiful thing to, like, go all in onto something. And it's really interesting because to ask this question, like, are you all in or are you not in? Like, some people say they're, they're not all in. And they're pretty, you know, self-aware. Uh, some people say they are all in and they are and then some people say like they are all all they all are in mm-hmm. and they're not mm-hmm. and it's like I don't well, even it's think a work you know. ethic thing. Yeah, I think like yeah. that's what separates people. I think some of the most talented people don't have good work ethic. It's not going to work. Some of the least talented people have really good work ethic, and they have <laughs> really they have a great those. website, yeah. and they have great all the merch. Yeah, and they're just not that funny, but they <laughs> yeah. make it pretty far because work yeah. ethic takes you there. Like yeah. you're reliable. They know you'll show up. You want it. Like yeah. that's most of it. Everything else is like be, being funny, being interesting, having lived experiences makes you funny. Like, you know, but what you were saying earlier about like sports and stuff that made me think about like identity in general, like you identify with sports. I did. If that doesn't exist, like, who are you? And I think that's Mm. a scary question. And also like, I don't, I don't identify as comedy. Like I don't, Mm -hmm. but if without it, like who would I be? I would still be funny. Like I would still Mm -hmm. be me. I just wouldn't really have a place to put it, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. still a major part of you. Yeah. It's, but it's one part of, like, many things. Yeah. But, like, you identified with mountain biking. That yeah, was your yeah. identity. You know, like, when I stopped doing that, I'm like, who the who, who hell am I? Am I? Yeah. You know? Dude, like, yeah. dude. It's like an identity crisis. Yes. Any, any, I mean, you relate to this. Any, 
any athlete who pers- whenever you have a singular focus of mm-hmm. anything it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be sports it doesn't have to anytime you have a singular focus and then you stop yeah. that singular focus yes you're like well what yeah what do i what makes me tick i you don't just even reminded know me of i know you had danielle bensley a comic yeah really funny and also like just an awesome person i love her um she has a funny, funny joke about being a, an athlete in college because she was an athlete. Yeah. She did she ran um, track and field or cross country. I don't know. Yeah. Distance. I don't know. She ran. She was a runner. She is a runner. And she's like, athletes have like this term. They're like, we don't want any NARPs at this party. Yeah. Non-athletic regular people. Oh. Like She's like, you mean you in four years? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. It's such a good joke. And it's so true. Yeah. Like, People don't even, you can't d- determine like what happens. You know, I like to think that after I have kids, I'll still find a way to continue. You think you find a way to keep doing the things that you love yeah. and like pursue d- your dream career and like you pursue like yeah. opportunities. Um, but you never know. It'll, it'll find a way though. Yeah. It will find a way because it can't not do it yeah. it's like what we were saying earlier you have energy it's gonna go somewhere yeah and if it it could go very in a very negative direction and you gotta like put it into something productive and but it's also like surrounding yourself with people that like inspire you too, yeah right like if you find yourself in a room with people and none of them interest you, yeah, that's or you terrible. wouldn't want to be friends with any of them, like get out of that room. Yeah, you know, because it could kill you. That could be a total TED talk called "Get Out of That Room." Yeah, get out yeah. of that room. I see that, that with my oldest son now. Like my oldest son, like has all of my personality traits, and like Your youngest or oldest, oldest. Actually, they both do, but in different ways. But like my oldest one. He's just high octane. Yeah. He's high stimulus. Like uh, uh, he just Intense. needs input. He needs to be learning things. Yeah. He needs to be applying things. He needs to be like like going down this avenue, becoming an expert at this, uh, at that. And yeah. if he doesn't have that, it, it's uh, he's unbearable. Oh, he's my like, God. And, yeah. and like I, as frustrating as it is as a parent to have to deal with that, like I have to remind my wife all it's the time. <laughs> I'm like – this is what will allow him to be great at whatever he commits to. Your eventually. gift is your curse. Your gift is yeah, your curse. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. For sure. Absolutely. No, your gift is your curse. Um, where do you guys see yourself in one year? We'll go right to left this time. Okay. Oh, in one That's year? In one year, comedy-wise. <clears throat> like comedy-wise? Yeah, hell yeah, comedy-wise in one year. Oh, well, Because that's I, the whole thing. Like, Hopefully, this is a little snapshot, and then we come back in a year. I mean, maybe sooner. Be optimistic, too. Don't be pessimistic. I'm going to yeah. do... A, Oh, well, you just wrecked what I was going to say. You can go pessimistic. You can go pessimistic. I'm heckling. I'm uh, heckling you. uh, Mine's very simple. Give us a pessimistic and optimistic. Mine's very simple. I haven't had at least one Ridley's weekend for the last five years in a row. Why not? No, I've always had at least one. Most of the time, two. Ridley's weekends for the last five weeks. I don't have one this year. Why is that? Well, not yet. I don't know. They haven't been all been announced yet. Well, I don't. I would like to have a. That's. I would like to have a Ridley's weekend too. That's not you in a year. Me in a year? Because you've already been there, done that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love, love. I have low, low, low expectations. Uh, Maybe in a year, being able to grow the uh, the kids class at Mark Ridley's and and get back into that. Uh, In a year, I would like to be able to balance my professional job more with comedy okay um before i stepped into this role i was able to like kind of focus on comedy quite a bit more than my job 
Um, so learning a way to be able to progress in comedy yeah. and still do my job well, uh, that would be a good thing to do. How many, so like on a, in a month time, how many shows are you doing per month? Uh, I, I mean, I do like, and the problem is, is like right now I, I really only do like paid shows, which is terrible. Why is like, that a problem? That's not a because problem. I want to like, because it's a hindrance. I know, life, but it's man. a hindrance to progression. Um, so I mean, I do at least one to two every weekend. You should just weekend. pretend you're getting paid for an open mic. Wait, wait, wait! You're doing one to two shows every weekend? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. A, dude. Yes, that's amazing. That's yeah. amazing. That's amazing. That's the whole thing about like you're talking about like unsatiable. Yeah. Did I use that word correctly? Like appetite. Mm-hmm. Like, if <laughs> if you told me like Mark in a year you'll be doing one to two shows a weekend, I'd be like, dude, I made it. Let's have a party for that. Let's let's. Yeah. We're all going out to. Uh, Fogo de Chao. How I'm often paying. are you doing shows? Um, Fogo de Chao. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's gamble. Let's, yeah, ruin, let's, let's actually gamble. ruin my life. Uh, I took the summer off, so I, I kind of had to like, I I quit. I quit That's comedy for a good time to summer. take off comedy. Though. It was bad though. I quit because uh, uh, I was like frustrated, but uh, I'm back in and I'm now, I mean, I'm still like in like that mix of like show open mic world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like I did a show last night. I got a show on uh november 17th but in between that it's like i gotta like hustle can i make up. a goal for you for this year yeah host 100 shows host 100 yep how what do you host 100 yeah, shows yeah i gave you the assignment figure it out host actually this is a big deal if you can host 100 shows i got scouts for my first um uh mark Ridley's weekend Oh, nice! Yeah, a, yeah. Year, a year from now, a year. Yeah, from but now. you know what though that that is worth its weight in gold. Oh, dude! That because was, that, what's, on the, what's the show? Mm. It's uh, December, this December 1st weekend of 2023. That's a great weekend. I got to stay alive. I got to stay alive. Who is it? Rocky Laporte. Oh, Oh, I just worked with him like two weeks ago. Rocky is unbelievable. He's like, yeah. Yeah. So Host uh, 100 shows, though. How would I like, how am I going to get to hosting 100 shows? Figure it out. All right. Respect. I remember, I can't remember if it was Bill Bouchard who said this or you. I can't remember. But he was like, oh, maybe it was Joel. Um Anyway, someone told me this really early on, like, you have all these expectations as you're starting out doing comedy and, like, in the early, like, stages of it. You're like, how do I get good? And they're like, you can't tell, you can't even say you're a stand-up comic until you do 100 shows that you've hosted. And if you can host 100 shows, like, you become who you are. Host 100 shows. Like, you get good at comedy hosting, because hosting is, like, just a a bag of... Yeah. You're navigating variables constantly. Yeah, and it's it, it's a it's a good skill to have. Um, I know. was hosting the uh, every once a month the Cave Comedy, comedy at Cave, mm. but I fired myself from that. Oh yeah. Yeah, I forgot. I was. Uh, I forgot. I forgot to show up one time. So I fired <laughs> myself. It was terrible. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Oh my god, that's yeah. terrible. Yeah, it was. It's embarrassing. Um, where are you going to be in a year? Um, so I have a goal this next year to, um, film my first like special, special How long? album. Um, it will be the, the final thing will be no more than 45 minutes, but I'm thinking 35, 45 minutes cause keep them nice and tight. Yeah. So I'm going to do that next year so that I can finally start building a new one. Where are you going to film it at? No idea yet. I have to plan all that Ooh, out. That's important. Yep. The place is important. 20 front street. Where's that at? 
Lake it's Orion. in Lake Orion. I love 20 Front Street. It is a fantastic venue. Yeah. My only thing with that venue is there's no alcohol, so that's... that's Everybody fun. brings it. All right. Think about this as a special. Ready? You do the same special at five different venues. And you... Yeah. And then the video... The video... Oh, I didn't come up with that idea. Yeah. Didn't Adam Sandler... Know. His last special yeah. was... Like Michael Costa did his last oh, one. Oh, gosh damn it. But gosh it's a great idea. It. Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, I want to do a special this next year, and then I want to, like, my goal this year was to do one uh, festival this year, and I did, like, a couple, and I want to wow. do more festivals next year, and really what that and you won is, a couple. I did. Excuse I me. Yeah, you don't what, need what to be did you, What did you um, win? Laugh After Dark was in Vegas a couple or a month ago. That's a big deal. It was awesome. Yeah. That's a big um, deal. Yeah, it was great. I got one of the Best of Fest awards. Um, yeah, I want to do more. Co- what, it, what it actually means, though, which I talk about. I've talked about this a lot on podcasts, which is like none of that matters if you don't have a good tape. So I just bought a DSLR camera. Like I'm figuring that out, okay. figuring out how to do get really good and easy at reels and yeah. like doing more on social media. So I'm figuring that out. Nice. Um, so getting a really good, uh, uh, you know, like six minute yeah. video. Like I have a good one that's gotten me into a festival, but it's not good enough because I applied for 15 festivals and mm. I got, you know. 13 knows so it's a video thing you know yeah there's a lot of funny people out there yeah that's true uh guys we've done over an hour wait tell me about you next year what's your goal me oh um, yeah absolutely i would like to get into the uh so i'm like i'm like in the in the mix of now like begging to be on a show rotation right like email 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 i would like to get on the rotation of the shows i've been on then like ask me to be in on the rotation yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right? So, like, right now I'm, like, I'm hounding. And then I get on, I do well, I'm fine. But I would like for them to, like, start, mm. like, asking. Do you post stuff online? Um, Like, like bits? Yeah. Uh, or posters, show posters? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely, like, I was explaining to someone last night, like, I'm, I'm actively, like, you know, posting and, like, leaving a trail of shows. Yeah. So when I try to get on shows. But, like, it's weird because, like... Actually, that's what like made me quit in the summer is because I got into like a weird thing of like, what, what this person is on the show? Like, what, what's happening here? Like, what's going on? And then uh, I'm like done with that. So it's just like comparison kinda, is the thief is, of yes, joy. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm just like in my own lane, like doing my own thing. So uh, the really thing was a big deal because that would that was that would have been the year's yeah goal. But uh, I had like a nice. I did like the Ridley's open mic. I had like a nice showing. Like I said, like I feel like I've like leveled up twice in the past month, but So what's your goal? What is my goal? Um well I that was that would have been the goal. You gotta uh, make a new one now. I need to make a new one. Um what is my next goal? Well no, it's to be people to ask me, to like ask me now instead yeah. of me hounding them by email and like instant messenger and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. That'll right? come. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Come. It's like a great uh it's a great open-ended journey. Yeah. The best thing is you got a Ridley's weekend a uh, year from now in December. Like and you've basically bought yourself a commitment to comedy for another year. That's which the, is fantastic. Yes. Yeah. So like now I'm like it's weird because you said that and and I've and it's like a whole different uh, level of focus now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. No. It, there, there's yeah. nothing better. I, for whatever reason, I think maybe because we all started there, or whatever. Like so many people set that as like your barometer 
of like what the level ups are and like moving a yeah. feature there or whatever. And uh but there's something to be said about that. It's fantastic to just know you got that in the can, you got that to focus on, like no matter how whatever sh- gigs you have leading yeah. up to that, you're like, I know I got this. Yeah, let's you go, know? right? That's like yeah. a challenge. It's like uh putting it's going back to the sports, it's like putting like uh your season just ended week one. Yeah. Is on the calendar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So Anyway, we did an hour. You, that was that was like so smooth. It's over. You're making us end now. I'm gonna We're pass. done with the conversation. <laughs> we, we can we can still have conversations, but, but what's really not. big? Really? What's really good? What's really hood? What's really popular? What really should be? These imposters really want it. They really could get it, man. Forget it. I wish they would. What's really big? What's really good? What's really hood? What's really poppin'? What really should be? These imposters really want it. They really could. Get it, man. Forget it. I wish they would. I had to give the gas a touch. Mash the clutch. Cause going fast is a habit to cut it. I go past. Leave you back in my dust. Like road rash. Make you cats go crash in the back of a truck. I'm like Bruce Lee. Bad as they come. Coming back like his son. Brandon. Smacking actors with guns and landing like Michael after slamming the dunk on the runway to heaven, cause that's where Kevin is from. Like I was sent from the sun, setting the gap from the slump, never letting all the stress overcome. It's a blessing, and that's no question, so guessing is dumb. But hold up one second, cause the lesson isn't done. I've been messing with these hi hats, kicks, and drums, but started way after I crafted some lyrics when young. So don't think for one second you're comparing the cunning. Just think for one second, stop staring and fronting. What's really big? What's really good? What's really hood? What's really poppin'? What really should be? These imposters really want it. They really could. Get it, man. Forget it. I wish they would. What's really big? What's really good? What's really hood? What's really poppin'? What really should be? These imposters really want it. They really could. Get it, man. Forget it. I wish they would.